Good morning, my brothers and sisters. This is our sixth hebdomadal episode of the Good Morning Guys podcast. As we hang out together, as we talk about the game of life, I am one of your hosts, the one and only Mr. Ham, the satellite moving man, Lucas Ham Swisher. Hello. Also with me, always rocking that classic Zach Morris phone, our very own Kid Novi, Patrick Novacell. Did you say abdominal episode? Hebdomadable. Dang it. No, it's hebdomadal. Yes, there it is. That's the how old I said abdominal it the first time. episode. The old <laughs> abdominal episode. It's a real word. I looked it up on the uh, the interwebs. I don't so. believe you. Yep. It's not fake news. Real news. They always tell the truth. Patrick, can you just say hello? <laughs> hello. <laughs> All right, next up, the maverick of our podcast and the top gun the top gun of competitive tech gaming, Ronnie Johantis. Hello. And last, but certainly not least, the infamous record destroyer himself, the Munch One Burger, Mark Boucher. <laughs> Munch one. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I couldn't pass that one up. Hey guys, thanks for joining us. On this fine, <laughs> this fine morning, this wonderful afternoon, evening or night, I don't know what time you're listening, so it could be any of those. Is it if this is your first time, guys, uh, joining us? Welcome. And if this is your first run around the block, then welcome back. Now, uh, before we get into the nitty gritty, I want to take a, a moment for a little housekeeping, as it were. Uh, we don't do this very often, but I wanted to make sure we covered some important things before we go into the news the updates and all those topic of the show kind of things. As this is one of many conversational podcasts out there, it's very important to me, very important to my boys, that we don't just sit back and listen, uh, that you guys don't just sit back and listen to us talk about random stuff, but that you'll find ways to connect with us, you know, continue the conversation. We just recently started a Discord. Woo-woo! Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that Discord is free of charge with no strings attached. So you can ask questions, you can share your opinion, insights, share some inspiration, share about what you've been up to, maybe give us a little feedback, suggestions for the show. Uh, And I believe you can find that link on our Twitter feed somewhere, at the GMG Podcast, or even search for us in the Discord app or the site. I don't think I know how that actually works. So, uh, Pat, does that sound right? Yeah, that's that sounds right. What a sell it. Perfect. I'm trying real hard right now. <laughs> it's very easy, we swear. We swear it is. But if you aren't into commitment, you can still find us on Twitter and on Facebook, the Good Morning Guys Podcast. Uh, also, please take a couple minutes sometime soon and rate us on iTunes. Maybe even right now. Pause the show. Give us some stars, a fee you know, some feedback, help us reach some new litners. Lit- lit- wow. Meet some bit. Uh, meet some new listeners, you know, make some new friends in our quest to continue making international and national connections throughout the world. Speaking of international connections, Pat, do we have many international listeners to shout out and thank today? Yes. So I was taking a look at uh, our listeners, um, top top viewed or top listened to episodes and where people are listening. And a uh, majority of our listeners are from the United States, uh, no surprise. Uh, but... Uh, Close second is yes. actually Brazil. 
Uh, yeah, no Brazil. There. Look at that. But we do have four other places around the world that are actually listening to this podcast. Uh, uh, we got Sweden. We have Sweden. Nice. Canada. Oh, Canada. Yep, that's that's their theme song. Theme their song? theme song. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yep, their theme song. I mean, that's song. one name for it. They're such a cool well, country. They're like just their own them. TV oh, show. No, <laughs> we just come lost Come back, them. come back. <laughs> come back. We're sorry, uh, we, Aid. Please don't, please don't leave. We, we have the hey. United Kingdom. I don't know their theme hey. song. Uh, and <laughs> God save the queen. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, we have, last but not least, Israel. What? Ooh, How crazy what? is that? That is so awesome. And we don't have just one. We have four listeners or four listens from Israel, which is crazy, by the way. Shout out so, to Israel. Yeah. So around yeah. the world. That's awesome. Glad to hear it. Uh, the, the next thing I want to talk about uh, as part of housekeeping is Extra Life. So uh, Extra Life starts in, in two weeks. And Extra Life is a, a, is a, a program where uh, gamers around the world play games to help heal local kids. Uh, they do this uh, uh, every year uh, for 24 hours straight. Uh, they play games and fundraise uh, to support the Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. They've been doing this since 2008, uh, and they've uh, ra- raised more than $40 million uh, to help sick and injured kids. Uh, so if you get a chance uh, on November 3rd, uh, check out Twitch. There's going to be a ton of people that are going to be uh, uh, twitching, hosting. <laughs> sounds, sounds, <laughs> sounds like twitching they might, sounds like a different yeah. thing. They might so need the, to go to the hospital if they do too uh, much twitching. But. <laughs> uh, I think I'm looking for the word is streaming. So there they'll be streaming for 24 hours straight, and that's game day on November 3rd. Um, yeah. If you have a chance to check them out, if you if you actually want to donate, you can. You can go to extralife.org uh, and choose a team that uh, that interests you, um, or you can check out our team at extralife.org/team/mttg. Married uh, to the games, right? Oh yeah. So uh, we'll be doing that for uh, 24 hours. I will be uh, streaming uh, on November 3rd uh, for a couple hours as part of the team, Married to the Games. And I'll, I will also be uh, streaming uh, for 24 hours uh, on November 1st through November 2nd. Uh, you can find me, uh, Hollywood Bones, on Twitch. Or you can find uh, uh, me on uh, extralife.org slash participant slash Patrick Novacell. Um, and I, I did have a stat about Extra Life. Uh, 62 children enter a Children's Miracle Network Hospital for treatment every minute. So all wow. of your donations uh, really go towards uh, these kids who really, really need it. Man, I think that's awesome. And two, you, no, I don't, I've not seen anyone bring this up, but it's 10-year anniversary for Extra Life, right? It is, yeah. They started that's in awesome. 2008. Are they doing like a 10-year celebration campaign thing to i don't know just to celebrate that they've been doing this for the past 10 years or they you know just... what I, i'm I'm not entirely sure about the 10 I, year if they're doing anything i think that like their t-shirt is themed around that this year um i think they are doing some sort of like a small celebration i know they're definitely uh showing it in their promotional materials huh. um so I, i'm All not right. sure to what extent they're they're going to it but well that's awesome i think you know i'll be honest 
as a gamer. I'm kind of ashamed to say I've never participated in Extra Life. And it's not looking like I'm going to personally get to participate, but I'm going to do my best to maybe scrounge up uh, some some money and definitely support Married to the Game, support all those who are giving up their time, because I think it's awesome what Extra Life does. I mean, to be honest, so many people, they're going to be playing games no matter what, but to dedicate it to kids and to helping kids out, I think that's incredible, and I think that it's it, awesome. It really is, and, and like you, I've never... Uh, streamed uh, for Extra Life before. I've, I've donated in the past. I've participated in teams, and I tried, and I got donations in the past. But I've never played uh, for 24 hours straight. So this is going to be. I don't think I've ever played 24 hours straight without Extra Life <laughs> in, in my in my life. I know I've When's played. When's the last like, time you were up for 24 straight hours? Jeez, uh, uh, high school, college, maybe. I'm saying once you have kids, that's like near impossible to stay up for 24 hours straight. Right. So shout out to my wife for allowing me to do this. Yes, taking care of her three yeah. kids. Shout out to Mrs. Novuso. Uh No, I don't have three kids. Well, if you count me. No, she has three kids. <laughs> I, I, I got it. I got it. I know you did. You tried to ruin the joke. The joke ruined you, buddy. Right over the head right yeah i did it uh i did it last year um i was able to take part in the um in the married to the games community stream which was awesome and then i kind of did it a little differently last year i kind of split my time my my 24 hours into multiple streams that's smart. um, um yeah unfortunately it it didn't 100 percent pan out the way that i thought it would but um, it was still a fun experience, and I'm actually looking to be a part of the uh, the community stream again this year. I got to talk to the old Eric Thompson uh, to see what uh, what I what I can do to help out for that. So shout outs to Eric Thompson, by the way. Well, you got three weeks to figure it out. So Mark, true story, to, true story. Get to talking to Eric Thompson. All right. Well, I think that concludes our housekeeping moments. Brought to you by Extra Life. So. As we like to do every week, let's continue by gathering around that old watering hole and uh, let's talk about what's new in our lives and the news and the world, discussing the highs, lows, and in-betweens. Mark, why don't you lead the way for us today? Absolutely good, sir. So it seems like this past weekend for me was like party weekend. Uh, we just decided Ooh. to turn up, except... This is how we do it. Yeah, except, you know, very low-key turn up. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Not like put on Pitbull and everybody dance party. Worldwide! <laughs> um no uh the funny thing was like uh saturday basically we uh my brother and sister-in-law had their own little housewarming party uh at their new home they just purchased a home a few months ago um so they had this big kind of fall themed party they had a bunch of people over um all sorts of uh you know little finger foods and and, and stuff like that, and, and they had a, a, a fire pit in the background, or not in the background, in the backyard, uh, and uh, the nice thing about it was uh, with uh, Hurricane Michael, which was not a good thing, uh, Hurricane Michael actually, we got we got a piece of that uh, in, uh, in Virginia, so it rained quite a bit here, we got some flooding, uh, not nearly as bad as Florida did, but um, because That's of good. because of um, Hurricane Michael coming through, it actually cooled down the temperatures here significantly to where it actually feels like fall. Uh, so, you know, I grew up in New Hampshire, 
where you know 40s 40s and 50s is the norm for for fall and here in virginia that doesn't always happen right away uh it kind of goes from like summer to summer light and then straight to winter we don't really get much of a fall so it was nice because you know we had the fire pit in the backyard with the s'mores we're making s'mores and stuff hold on hold on let's go let's go sounds delicious did you say that you got you got some flooding again yeah we did do you do you guys get flooding a lot or is it just because the hurricane's coming through and this rain is dumping it's been a it's been a real bad year for flooding. I don't know what the deal is, but we've just had a significant. You know, it's not cell phone strikes. <laughs> no, that's fine. It's Five dollars into the bucket, sir. Two podcasts in a row. It's just not. It's just not a podcast without my alarm going off. And I swear, what's the alarm? My alarm. You? My phone is on vibrate, but but my notifications for like my alarms they still go off. That's... Afraid you're gonna fall asleep. No, that's a reminder to take medication. Uh, okay. Oh, which, you better okay. get on that. That's gonna, that's a different story. I'm gonna awesome. set reminders podcast. to be like, just remind me that I'm doing a great job during this podcast next time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're doing great. Keep it up. You are awesome. Keep going. <laughs> Got it. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, we've we've had it's been a real bad year for just crazy weather that we don't normally get. Like, we had a tornado earlier in the year. Uh, we've actually had a couple of tornadoes hit Virginia. Um, just a real bad year for flooding. Um, it's just been kind of crazy around here. It sounds like um, you just you just need to move. Ohio's pretty nice. <laughs> we are dry up here. So, so I hear. Yeah. Um, West Virginia's even pretty nice. They got some nice rolling hills. We don't get tornadoes. They got fallout. Yeah. As long as long as you, you got fallout. As long <laughs> as you're not in the valley, you don't get the water because it just goes down the hill into the holler, and then you know, holla, you just, holla, you just leave it there. So it just makes me sad. West Virginia, go to Ohio. You got some great options there. It just makes me sad that my favorite West Virginian is not living there currently. <laughs> oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so but um, but yeah, back to the the housewarming party. It was just it just was completely fall in in its theme, and it just made me so happy that we were finally getting because fall is my favorite season. I enjoy all that stuff. Um, you can judge me all you want, but I'm all about that pumpkin spice. Um, so I just, I just love everything about the season and being from new England where like the foliage, like all the, all the trees, like there's all these bajillion different colors that come from the, the trees. Um, oh, Mark, stop it. You're making me miss home. That's something <laughs> I miss so much. Nothing, nothing changes here. Like here in Brazil, the it gets a little colder during part of the year, but none of the plants change color. Nothing happens, and so there's very little to tell you what season you're in. So I so miss the changing of the colors of the, the leaves. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna buy a Fallout 76 just to watch the leaves change in the game. I'm not even gonna shoot people. I'm just gonna walk around and be like, "Look at those leaves!" And then someone's gonna be like, some 12 year old kid's gonna be like, "Ah, die!" It's gonna be awesome. I was actually listening to a. Um... Do you guys know who Jim Gaffigan is? Yeah. Okay. So I was listening to a, <laughs> not to get too off topic, I was listening to a, a little segment from one of his stand-up specials where he's like, he's like, all these people talking all the time, like, look at the foliage. 
And I'm just like, and he's just like, you're you're watching the leaves die. <laughs> it's true. It's quite sadistic. Yeah, he does a better job, obviously, of telling the story, but um, it's it's hilarious. It was good. It was a good effort. Yes. That's pretty good try. Yeah, pretty good. I thought. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that the housewarming party was that night, and then the following night, uh, my my mother in law's side of the family uh, actually came up from North Carolina. Uh, to uh, come to kind of like a dinner thing at my my in-laws house uh, so uh, we kind of had another party uh, which we hadn't seen them for a while so um, that was a great time and and then Monday was our normal sort of lacaretta night which is the the Mexican restaurant we go to um, what kind of so, game did you play this time we did not play a game this time unfortunately. Oh. No yeah. vomiting cats. Wait, is that right? No cats. No, that's bags. That's exploding bags of cats. E- exploding kittens. Oh, exploding kittens. That's what it's called. <laughs> I was Sam- Samsonite. I was way off. <laughs> vomiting cats. Jeez. Vomiting cats just sounds awful. Oh yeah, because you know the what's the other one called? Oh, exploding kittens. Yeah, that sounds exploding like- <laughs> kittens is hilarious. Vomiting cats is just disgusting. But right. In any case. <laughs> in any case um so that was pretty much um a lot of my weekend but on the gaming front that old black ops 4 came out on friday yeah it did which, blops yep that blops, blops. Four. <laughs> blops quattro it sounds like something you do in the toilet but anyway um whoa, whoa. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag poop life <laughs> I don't think he can the say the bloops and the blops. Oh right, Get, re- retract that. No, but nope, I take it keep back. It don't keep retract it, it Patrick. You Rewind. We're it. cutting us all out. <laughs> we're doing it live. No, <laughs> we're doing uh, it live. I'm not editing any of this. It's going up. Yep, I'm not listening absolutely. to it. All of it. So excited. <laughs> Can't wait. But in any case, yeah, we played that Black Ops Four. Um, I I played it. Um, pretty much right after it came out, did some multiplayer, which is Black Ops. It was great. Um, I enjoyed it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, God bless you. Thank you. But um, Friday night, I tried to stream some Blackout uh, with the old Patrick Novacell and uh, and Arctic Warlocks, um, oh. as well as... Um, I believe Joseph Grimm was there. Yeah. Um, and Hi, Matt. Hey, Joseph. <laughs> Shout Hi, out. Hi, Joseph. Oh, yeah. But man, L- Lucas, you missed it. I was singing on that He stream. was singing. I heard that. You were singing, and I was. I heard I missed it, and I was very disappointed. I kind of take that personally, mm. since you didn't sing to me last week. I did it because <laughs> you, you called me chicken last time. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'm singing without him. For the record, I'm not sure they actually called you a chicken. It was, I mean, they were making the sound, but I don't think they addressed. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. tomato, tomato. How could you think? How do you think that was directed at you? I just like to so, make the chicken fake sound news. every now and again. Just like, yeah, I, I'm with Ronnie on this one. False, <laughs> wrong. <laughs> um, but um, in any case, yeah. So we were streaming uh, Friday night, trying to stream some Blackout, and uh, man, for some reason, my my stream and and my. Uh, my experience trying to play Blackout, it was just so choppy. The frames were dropping like nobody's business. Um, 
So, and even after I, t- I just, I just decided to turn off the stream because I was planning on uh, taking that video from the stream and putting it up on our YouTube channel, but it was mm, dumpster fire. Are you uh, playing on the old Xbox One, the OG? Yeah, and that's there's, probably there's the problem. problem. Yep. Yep. So, uh, can we set up a Patreon to get uh, get me an Xbox One X? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how Patreon works. Yeah. That's more of a GoFundMe. Yeah. GoFundMe Xbox. If we get enough One Patreons, S. then Mark, instead of you getting something, Mark gets it. Yeah. <laughs> We're seriously not doing that, though. I love you all. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it was just it was just garbage. So I turned off the stream, and even after I turned off the stream, it was still dropping frames. And I honestly haven't played it since. Uh, I'm gonna go back to it. But um, I'm just hoping that's not going to be the case consistently for me playing on on the Xbox One. The beta was smooth. I don't know what the deal was. was Maybe it was just mine was good, man. I don't know what was going on with yours. I don't know if you just had a bad connection or what. But it's it's been it's been nice and 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 clean for me. Maybe I just need to restart my router or something. But. yeah, I mean that was pretty much for me it for me on the gaming front. Um, I'm excited because we are going on vacation this week. Uh, we're going going into the mountains with my in laws, uh, so that'll be cool. So yeah, heading to the mountains. But so that'll be a good time. But that's Appalachian mountains. No, not so much. Um, Smoky mountains. No. Rocky Mountains? No, that's in Colorado. <laughs> Blue Mountains? They're they're mountains. That's all I got <laughs> <It's> happening. <laughs> but uh but that's pretty much my week. So uh Ronnie, how was your week? Uh my week was pretty good. <laughs> Everything was normal except that this week I decided uh, I'm like two years into a lease, so I'm at the point now where hopefully you know, I can go trade it in without costing me too much money. I always get like, I always end up with a three-year lease on my vehicles, but I usually keep them for about two years, and then I'm like, all right, I'm out of this. So I just started looking into new cars. I have a four-door Jeep Wrangler, and I definitely want to get another one. Um, and the new ones, man, they are. They are sweet. I actually have a car dealership like one mile away from my house. And I pretty much have to pass it every time uh, mm-hmm. to get to my house. So it's like they're just like yelling at me like, hey, come on. We're over here. We're Bye pretty. Me. We're prettier than what you have. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it, it is definitely uh, it's exciting and stressful and all of the above. But that's pretty much the only thing, uh, only thing out of the ordinary that happened for me this week. Patrick, what about you? Um. I went to the Bengals game on Sunday. Oh, yeah, you did. You need to stop uh, going then. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, the Bengals lost in the closing. Oh seconds. no, your bad luck. However, go again. No however, more. however, uh, I was. It was. I, I think it was at halftime or at the end of one of the end of the first quarter. I noticed uh, a couple in front of us, and the guy was starting to talk to his significant other girlfriend or whatever at the time and i looked at him like he's going to propose i don't know why i thought that but it just looked like this dude was about to propose his girl like so, did he look a little nervous or he looked he looked he looked like he had 
you know, the, the old sweaty palm, like nervous <laughs> kind of look. You're like, like he didn't know what the heck he was doing. He didn't know what to do with his hands. He was just like, I, I, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what to do. Well, dead but, giveaway. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's, he's gonna propose. I've been there before. So uh, he, uh, he gets over to the aisle, and I'm like, I grab, I grab my phone out, and I, and I got onto uh, my camera, and I'm like, okay, if he's gonna propose, I'm gonna make sure I take pictures of this. Uh, cause it was, it was a, it was going to be a cool moment. Yeah. So he, so he grabs our hand. I'm like, yep, he is going to propose. And lo and behold, he drops to one knee and he asks her, this, this lady to, to marry him. And she, this yeah, lady, yeah, I, was, I mean, <laughs> some I, I, lady. I want to make, like, hey, make sure hey, that yes, hey. it, it was a male Oops, and female. Wrong lady. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and, uh, and she said yes. And I caught it all. I took, I took, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe 10 pictures um, and they are in the photo mode or the portrait mode on the iPhone X. I don't know if you've seen or if you have an X and you've taken pictures on the uh, on the portrait mode, but it uh, it kind of like it focuses on the foreground and blurs the background. It makes the colors pop, and it, it's it's just real. They make really really nice pictures when you're in that yeah, mode. It's really neat. So uh, I took these pictures, and as they're walking back to their seats. I started talking to them, congratulating them, and things like that. And I told them I took pictures of this, and um, they were really excited that I took pictures of those. And I texted them to them. And uh, I don't know if you saw if you saw it, but I posted on on Twitter uh, right after that that uh, it was like hashtag seize the day, hashtag proposal, and uh, it was actually one of the, other than what was going on in the game because the game was pretty pretty boring. Um, but that was the highlight of the Bengals game for me. It was really, really cool to see that. Yeah, yeah that that's real cool. cool. I saw the picture. You did? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, for sure. So uh, after the Bengals game, uh, I, I, I get home. and I get home about, about 7.30. And uh, I had accidentally uh, I take a nap. And I, I fell asleep. I, I accidentally <laughs> took a nap like you're a narcoleptic person or something. Uh, so, just walking all of a sudden, I was like, Ugh, and then took a nap. Well, I just like, I laid, I laid down and the kids had, had already gone to bed. Um, and so I laid down on the bed and I wake up at 930 because we were supposed to guest on one of the podcasts that Mike BC does, the Quest for Pixels. And we're supposed yeah. to do that at nine, and I wake up about nine thirty, and I went as soon as I woke up. I'm like, oh, I thought it was nine thirty in the morning. Like I had to be at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. So I was like, Oh my gosh, it's nine thirty. I gotta get up. And I I get up, and it's still dark out. I'm like, What is happening? What is going on? It's it's still Sunday night. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm supposed to be on a podcast half hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you were. <laughs> so uh, it was so funny. I, I I apologize to you guys for for waiting for me. Uh, but yeah, we uh, guested on uh, Quest for Pixels with Mike BC talking about uh, video game news and and things like that. So that was pretty cool to do. Yeah. Um, and then on Monday night, I watched Doctor Who episode two. Very nice. Uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still on the fence about it. Still on the fence. Not sure how I feel about it, uh, but I did watch it, and I promised Mark that I was going to watch the entire season, and I'm going to watch the entire season. Just so I can say, I watched the entire season, and I can give my full review of whether I'm going to watch any more seasons. 
I That's some commitment. I I totally forgot to to mention that in my in my update too that I, that Did you watch it? I did. Um so the thing with me is I typically wait until my wife and I both can watch it because it's our it's our thing. So we weren't able to watch it until tonight. So we got to watch it and us being die diehard Doctor Who fans, we very much enjoyed it. Um for those I mean, this isn't really a spoiler. The first time she gets to look at look at the inside of her and I'm gonna say it just for the sake of appeasing you. Tartarus. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> we have another yeah. convert to, to the Tartarus. Yeah, when they said when she was like, This is my TARDIS, I'm like, that's not the way you pronounce it. Yeah, she said that wrong. It's like, oh, is that the British accent? Tartus. It's really Tartarus. Yeah. Is the American way. So is but, the Tartus uh, different every time, every every season? Uh, yeah, typically with new Doctors, they like to... Well, the first in, in the new series of Doctor Who, uh, when they started, it was probably about 13 years ago they started it back up, um, they actually kept the same uh, center console room for like two or three seasons, and then after that they just kind of rebooted it every with every Doctor. And and so, yeah, the, 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 in, the interior of the, of the TARDIS... If you count classic Who, has gone through several different changes. I don't count uh, them. Well, that's your problem. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this most recent one, I'm I'm enjoying it. I I really like the the design of it. Um, so and I I enjoyed the episode. I thought it was I thought it was good, and uh, it, there was a lot of character development involved. Um, and so I think it wasn't, it wasn't the best episode, but I think it was, it was a good one. Okay. Um, Did the villain put more teeth on his face? Negative. That, that's all oh, spoilers. <laughs> that, that character. Well, he kind of sort of was in this episode, but not really. Um, but, um, yeah, I think the, the episodes are going to start building more and more in terms of how interesting oh, they get dude i hope they... so <laughs> well then you can the... do it patrick it's quite the you you're showing true friendship and true dedication sticking with it you've got to represent i think it's good i think it'll be good at the end of the season for both of you guys to give kind of a two different perspectives and a review of doctor who i think that'd be really cool and then ronnie and i can just be like yep uh-huh I gotta be honest with you. Like Patrick's dedication is totally oh, yeah. bearing me over here. I got a list of movies you guys have recommended the past like four or five episodes, and I haven't watched a single one. Patrick gave me a physical DVD of one in person. I still. Oh, which one? He gave me the Superman movie. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you need to jump on that. No, I mean I That's have. I definitely have to watch that one because he took the time this week to give it to me. We want. We want to review next week, folks. You heard it here. Next week, week, Ronnie. Johantas is going to give us a review of Superman. Mm. You need to hold him to it, and we're going to hold him to it. Just okay. in time for Set the 40th anniversary. Set a reminder in my phone every night. Yeah. Take a two-hour break from sand volleyball and just pop that thing in your Blu-ray DVD player and give it a watch. There um, it is. I, I am going to it. actually watch that one this week at some point. I am going to clear space. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. But, 
yeah, yeah, I'm actually excited though for the next episode of Doctor Who though cuz uh they're actually going to have uh well, the character No, uh, no, no uh, spoilers. Yeah. No spoilers. It's not a big spoiler, really. Nope, no spoilers. It? I don't care. Uh, I like to okay. watch I like to watch uh episode to episode no matter what show it is. I don't need to, I don't I don't like to see previews uh of so things I know I'm going to watch. No, no. Okay. Uh, when I, I when I watch it, I'm watching on the, on the uh, BBC app on my Xbox, so uh, uh, okay. it doesn't show previews for the next week's episode. So I didn't see any of those. Okay, well uh, I will be quiet then. Yeah, you told me a long time ago that you uh, like for The Walking Dead, you didn't even like to watch like the scenes from next week. Like you didn't even watch that. Do you like turned it off early, didn't you? I did, and I and I do that uh, for every episode. And thanks for bringing that up. Do you still watch The Walking Dead? Because apparently, I, I am behind does. since this most recent restart. Okay, like the last the last one I think they I'm like behind. captured Negan. Okay, I uh, know I haven't seen. I'm still on last season. Spoiler, uh, yeah. Spoiler, thanks. Appreciate <laughs> yeah. that. Awesome. I don't even know who <laughs> Negan is. <laughs> I've I've been behind since episode one of season one. Oh, okay. really? So apparently, uh, segueing into The Walking Dead. Uh, Apparently, the uh, most recent episode was a new series low for all Walking Dead episodes. Uh, this last episode uh, had a uh, the lowest rating since season one. I don't know which episode wow. it was in season one, uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if it is because people are one uh, getting tired of the of the Walking Dead, or if two, it is because uh, people are watching it uh, on demand. People are DVRing it, or people are watching it on the app, like I am, uh, or watch it on Netflix. Uh, so I don't know uh, what the reason is, but yeah, they're they are uh, the rating ratings are plummeting. Uh, so if you guys aren't watching The Walking Dead as up to date as everyone else, um, I mean it's look it's looking pretty grim. Uh, I think most they, people probably feel like I do. Like the the reason I guess I haven't watched is like I kind of lost that excitement. You know, I watched all of them, and it is a really good show, and you become really attached to the characters, but it's like, I feel like it was just more of the same. Like, it just, you know what I mean? Like, the, the story keeps repeating. You know, there's a bad guy, they're after this bad guy. You know, there's been a couple of them so far. It just, I don't know, it seems like just more of the same every time. I think that's why I stopped watching. Yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, we stopped watching towards the end of last season. We, like, I think we were in the last three episodes of last season and we just we just got tired of trying to keep up with it um honestly especially and i really don't think this is that big of a spoiler at all i think everybody knows nope nope i i I don't know i'm not i haven't gotten through last season yet don't do it don't do it uh, you have been vetoed. So he will come to your house. I feel like you know this information already. I, I I don't know anything. I don't know anything about who dies, who lives, uh, who's leaving these seasons, or who's leaving the show. Don't tell me, please. Mark, he does the same exact thing in person, except it's more <laughs> awkward. <laughs> you you I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. Uh, I don't even make, know you. Me, you make life more <laughs> difficult for me. <laughs> but well no. okay well yeah. i'll just stop my comments there too uh, i appre- i appreciate that uh and i love you for that and that's all i got <laughs> it's going downhill basically and they need to end the show don't do it stop it nah. 
Now he's got preconceived notions, and he's going to watch the next episode just well, thinking about how. Well, according to that's not a spoiler. Here. That's an opinion. Come well, on according now. to the uh, Nielsen ratings, yes, it is going downhill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all for me, Lucas Ham Swisher. What do you got? So here's what I got, guys. I spent two weeks in the U.S. and I came back to see my family, and it was glorious. And then I discovered over the weekend that they actually had a four-day weekend. And so I had a a staycation with my family this past weekend. It was awesome. Awesome. It was a nice mixture of lazing around the house, doing some gaming, watching some shows and movies. We even took a little trip to where we used to live and visited some friends and family. And uh, it was it was just an overall nice weekend. I wanna I wanna note two things from the weekend that we did that was just very enjoyable. One was uh, I don't know if you guys have ever watched Planet Earth or Planet Earth Two or Blue Planet. Anyone? Yeah, I watched Planet Earth. I think the I would think that might have been my first Blu-ray was Planet Earth. That was that was one of my first Blu-rays also. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty yeah. cool. Well, if if I saw Ronnie shaking his head, those that are listening, you can't see Ronnie shaking his head, but he definitely <laughs> shook his head, and so he has not seen Planet Earth. Well, let me tell you that if you if you want to see like the most pristine HD uh, picture, but something about something like in real life, it's all about Planet Earth. Like the, some of the, the things that they film. The things that they show with animals and environments and jungles and mountains and oceans and everything, it's amazing. And the whole family, my whole family loves it. And we're so enthralled um, with everything that we watch and all the things you learn through it. You know, my kids are eight and five years old. And I can I can probably say that the main reason they're so excited about nature and learning and animals is because of planet Earth. Because they just see things that are so incredible that sometimes I think it's more incredible than real life. You go to the zoo... And you see like a real rhino just kind of sitting there, you know, eating grass and pooping all day. Uh, but you go on planet, you know, you watch planet Earth on your TV and it shows you all the highlights. It's like kind of like watching for those that maybe don't want to watch all the football games or watch all the the sports ball games. And so they go to Sports Center and watch the highlights where you get to see the best of everything. It's like that, but with nature. And it's just it's just awesome. It's and like so the NFL Red Zone. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's like the NFL red zone for for nature. Uh, it's just amazing, and it's so beautiful and just. Uh, so we we definitely watched a few of those episodes over the weekend. Uh, the other thing I did was I am on this Nintendo Classic gaming kick with my kids, NES Classic. Nice. For the past week, I brought it home from the U.S. Um, and just we just started going through all the games. You know, I played a little bit on the Wii. You know, the virtual console with the Wii with my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But but the virtual console, and I think the controllers for the Wii are just not very conducive for playing good old classic Nintendo. Uh, I know they, I think after some years they do have classic wireless Nintendo controllers, but we don't really have access to those to here in Brazil, or they just cost like $1,000, so I'm not interested. A $1,000 controller. Good Holy <laughs> smokes. Okay, that might have been a little bit of hyperbole, but you should have smuggled in like a ton of those. Yeah, I know. Just just started selling them. I'm like five hundred dollars a controller. (laughs) (laughs) You got tacos and NES controllers, five hundred dollars a piece. I'll take ten. Got all these cereals also. (laughs) Yeah, I got I got twenty cereals. Pick your color. 
<laughs> Secondary um, title for this episode, Tacos and NES Controllers. <laughs> for sure. But just just playing this NES Classic with the kids, playing with like a, a classic controller, of course, I think I'd mentioned last week, but maybe I haven't, that NES controller cord is so freaking short. I mean, it's like a foot long, it feels like. I know it says three feet, but I'm pretty sure it's less than three feet. I feel like I'm just a cup, a foot or two from the TV, and uh, I got an extension cable. But once I got the extension cable and we could sit on the couch and play some classic Mario, uh, I discovered some new NES games that I'd never played, like Balloon Fight and um, Ice Climbers. I'd seen the Ice Climbers in uh, whatever that game's called. Ice Smash. Climbers? No. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. What is it? Smash Brothers. That's what it is. The, you know, in Smash Brothers on Wii and... Uh, Wii U and I think no Switch doesn't have the Smash Brothers yet. But, yes, it does. Uh, they, oh, well, it's coming, I think. Yeah, it's coming. It's just not out yet. But they have the Ice Climbers on that. But I'd never actually played the original game, so I've I got to play a bunch of NES Classic games with the kids. So it was a magical time. And let me tell you, the their most their most favorite wow their favorite game on the NES Classic is Excite Bike. Nice. They are, they are addicted to Excite Bike. Every time I turn it on, my kids like motorcycle game, Excite Bike Dad. Come on, let's go, and they just go. And you know what? I haven't even introduced the uh, level design to them yet. So oh we no way! Made, That's the best part. Not yet. I'm saving it because they're so enthralled by like just doing the time trials and getting like first, second, third, or thirtieth place. Because that happens. Five year old. Yeah. Is that another hyperbole? No, that's serious. Oh, uh, no way. He, I think the first time he played it, he got 33rd place. And we're like, I'm like, good job, little buddy. <laughs> out, out of how many? So <laughs> Two million. Someone? <laughs> no, how it works is you do the time trial and it still gives you a place, but you only, you're the only one on the track. So everybody likes, you know, the AI did its time trial already. And so no, it just gives you so a placing. You don't have, you don't have first place, do you? So there's no way they can win. What do you mean? You, did you did you play it? Did you are you the top of the leaderboard? Is is Ham the top of the leaderboard right now? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that technologically advanced. You can't leave your name. Oh, you can't save. No, you can't save your times. I wish it could because it would just be like Ham, 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 Dad, Ham, Dad, Ham, and all the kids. My kids would just be like, Dad, why can't we be on the leaderboard? But no, it it doesn't have that. It's simply based on the time. So like, if the time trial says it'll take you a minute. Uh, from a minute and higher, uh, that that decides your place. So every like five seconds, you drop a place. Gotcha. And so if you get a minute or less, you get first place automatically. So my kids have gotten first place, second place, and literally my son the first time got thirty third place. It was kind of funny. You gotta start somewhere. Um, yeah, you do. It's only up from here. Uh, but I can't wait to introduce the the course design for them and just to show them how you can make the courses where you just like go crazy and just jump everywhere. And, yeah. Uh, you know, playing it after playing it a little bit, I realized it, it was really the OG trials, like, you know, trials, uh, the trials games, like, right. I didn't, I just didn't realize overall how it just feels like it's an eight bit trial. So it was pretty cool. Nice. Uh, that was fun. And you know, I, and because of that, I've really held back on modern gaming. Like, I got Spider-Man and I played it, I think, Thursday or Friday. I played two missions, streamed it. I haven't posted it on YouTube yet, but, and I, I really liked it. I enjoyed it, but I'm just, I'm stuck on the NES Classic. I've been playing Ninja Gaiden, Punch-Out. We did Punch-Out and Tecmo Bowl tonight. 
Oh, um, Punch Out and Tecmo Bowl are on there. Man, I need to get myself yeah. a classic. Oh, you need to get a classic, man. There's like 31 games on it, and I just kept, you know, scrolling by, and I'm like, oh, I forgot Ninja Gaiden's on here. So I started playing, and then I started playing Double Dragon Two. I forgot how inappropriate Double Dragon Two is. Like at the beginning, the the girl, the girlfriend Marion gets killed, and of course, before she gets killed, it shows her, and she's like wearing next to nothing. And I'm like, man, I'm glad I didn't start this with my kids around. Like her. Her, 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 you know, her, you know, her women parts are like falling out of her shirt. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot this 8-bit game was so revealing. And, uh, you know, then I started playing the game. You know, you just, you're punching fools and men, women, abobos and all those fun things. Abobos? Abobos, isn't that his name? Abobo, right? Have you you played Double Dragon? Uh, Abobo? No. Yeah, Abobo. I don't, that sounds fake. Fake news. It's <laughs> not fake news. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his name's a Bobo. So anyways, uh, with that, I've been really out of the loop with modern gaming. So can you guys catch me up on anything? Maybe, Mark, do you know anything about modern gaming right now? What am I, what am I missing, getting stuck on this NES Classic? Well, I think I can tell you a little bit of a story involving some modern gaming, if you'd like. Can I, can I'd I love to hear you? it. This does all not right. seem scripted at all. <laughs> it's it's not scripted. It's what not are you talking about? On my I'm, script. I'm having a normal conversation with Lucas here. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're behind schedule. <laughs> <laughs> well, in any case, uh, speaking of modern gaming, uh, so we got this story that has come out about uh, the old Red Dead Redemption Two, old um, RDR Two. That's a that's a game that's coming out. Uh, if y'all didn't know, I've heard uh, of it. <laughs> It's it's coming out pretty soon. Is it is it this month or next month? Uh, it is October twenty sixth. Okay, so this so this month Friday. next Friday. Mm, here it comes. Uh, but in any case, so that is I, I guess they've revealed that to be like a sixty hour game, um, and uh, they were they were speaking with one of the head uh, head developers at uh, is it Rockstar Games. And he basically kind of just shot this out that they they worked 100 hour weeks, um, and the the gaming industry was kind of like, what? Really? That's kind of bad. Um, and so there was kind of a bunch of backlash uh, to that uh, because you know you're kind of killing your your workers there if you're making them work 100 hour weeks. Um, I'm surprised. For sure. I'm surprised any of them are still alive. Uh, but uh, the uh, let me pull up his name here. Uh, the the co-founder of Rockstar Games, uh, his name was Dan, is Dan Hauser. Uh, he basically sort of walked back his statement, saying that well, we don't really force our our staff to work 100 hour weeks. Uh, he was mentioning that himself and a small team of people were were working 100 hour weeks to you know make deadlines to work on the story to get it done but they don't force that uh upon their their workers so uh what do you guys think about that so uh they work 100 hour weeks how often did they work these 100 hour weeks is this just like two weeks in a row to to get caught up after you know those the writer strike or the the voice actor strike uh back in 2016 uh are they volunteering to work 100 hour weeks to get this game done um 
I don't understand uh, what the what the big deal is here. Um, well, he kind of he kind of walked it back that there were like a f- there were a few weeks where they did one hundred hour weeks, and it was just him and like three other people. Oh, just three that. people that yeah. that worked these one hundred hour weeks. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm I'm so thinking this not... is going to be a whole staff like of fifty, hundred, so and so odd people. Well, that's what people thought it was at first, and and they're like, "Why are you guys bragging about this? This is awful." <laughs> like, you, you're killing your staff if you're making them do that. I, I don't care what industry you're in. Um, but no, he was basically saying that you know he and a few other people were willingly putting themselves, <laughs> putting that extra effort, all that time into trying to uh you know crunch okay so um, the uh manager uh, dan hauser whoever uh, he's the, he's the uh, lead guy on on this game yeah uh, he's the co-founder of rockstar co- games okay so the co-founder is, is working 100 hour weeks and then there's three other individuals that also worked 100 hour weeks mm-hmm. uh, that is correct this, this sounds this sounds okay i mean if he's working 100 hour weeks and then there's three people underneath him that really need to get stuff done whatever the, whatever they were working on sounds like it was very important um so yeah i mean if i if so say so i'm a manager and if i worked 100 hour weeks and i had three people who were like hey i we all need to get stuff done let's all stay let's hang out let's work you know around the clock for a few weeks uh straight i don't i don't i don't see the the issue with that it's, but you know, I you said like it. It originally sounded like there was a ton of people just slaving away, but it sounds like this was on their own volition, that they wanted to do this by themselves, uh, and they were doing it with the the guy in charge. So I don't see any problem with that. Yeah, and and that's and that's him kind of walking it back, um, and he basically says we we obviously don't expect anyone else to work this way. Um, but uh, that was where the initial backlash came from was basically the, the idea that came across is like he was basically forcing the staff to, to work these stupid amounts of time, um, on this game. And, uh, and they're just wondering, well, why didn't you hire more staff? I mean, you're rockstar studios. Um, but you know, and that's why Dan Hauser kind of had to come out and issue this clarification. Gotcha. So this was fake news. Is that the third time we yeah, said well, fake news? Okay. He he basically needed to clarify his statements. Gotcha. People kind of yeah, took the ball and ran with it. Yeah, it is interesting how sometimes the media can take something and actually uncover something that's, you know, real news or real controversy. And then other times they throw something out there like I had actually seen the headline for this, but I didn't read much into it. So I really assumed based on the coverage that Rockstar was like overworking their people and making them do these hundred hour weeks and to find out that actually that wasn't the case and that was actually a few people. I mean, I guess I'm glad they, they were able to, you know, let the truth come out and it wasn't that big of a deal. I think if a, if a workplace is mandating people to do hundred hour weeks, that's pretty unhealthy. But at the same time, if it's like crunch time for a game or something that needs to get done, then I don't think a uh, hundred hour week if you're dedicated to your craft and you know they they kind of work seasonally it's it's something that they got to do so i think it's okay but we can't deny that that news was definitely controversial 
and raised a little controversy. So, speaking of controversy, I think that should just lead us right into our topic of choice today. Does that sound good to you guys? Sounds like a plan. Let's go. Excellent. Controversy. So, that's what we're getting into today, guys. A whole bunch of good old-fashioned controversy. Now, my hope in this topic is that it will be a springboard for other topics to come, as there are many controversies worth discussing. And so we're not going to talk all of, about all of them today. There are many voices. There are many, not voices in my head, but many voices uh, in terms of these controversies. There are many sides to be heard and to be listened to. Of course, before we get into the thick of things, it should be noted that our goal with this topic of controversy is not to ruffle anyone's feathers. It's not to cause any negativity on our show, in our Discord or community, or on the interwebs. I think, I think some places like Twitter have enough of that. We don't need to feed into it. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say that, that our controversy discussion is in part to entertain, but I think mostly it comes from a spirit of cultivating conversation and learning from each other, how to coexist and even sometimes agree to disagree. Exactly. Silence silence will not always end controversy. And understanding is what I think really uh, in many times will will end controversy. Inspiration can, can arise from difficult situations that we generally try to avoid. I personally am kind of a middle of the road, independent kind of person, uh, maybe like some of you uh, here in the group or listening, uh, but I can't deny that sometimes we just need to duke it out in a healthy way and not let our differences prevent us from talking it out. So we will proceed with that expectation that everyone here and on our everyone here will be respectful but genuine, knowing that everyone has a place to share their thoughts and opinions without fear of backlash, while also knowing that they will be challenged in the same breath. Sound good? Speak for yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> He's got his fighting gloves on. I disagree. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, sir. You're not allowed to disagree with that. I will cut you off right here, right now. All right. Well, let's start our discussion first by answering this question. How do you guys deal with controversy? And it can be in real life. It can be online. It can be with your significant others. It could be with your family, with your friends. Whatever angle you want to come from, let's let's give everyone an idea of how we personally deal with controversy when it heads our way. Well, for me, uh, it really depends on what kind of controversy uh, there is. I mean, if it's within family, I mean that's a that's a very delicate situation. Um, if it's something that at work, um, it's something that you need to you really need to talk out. Um, you can't just be, I mean, you can be silent, uh, but that's not, to, for me, I, I tend to be silent and I tend to listen. I tend to listen to both sides because there's always two sides to a story. Um, whether or not I decide to be on one side or the other or be uh, some sort of mediator or, or whatever, but I, ca- I tend to uh, sit back and listen because I don't have all the answers. I don't have the right answers. I may have the wrong answers and I may be wrong. 
in a, in a, in a right. controversial situation. Um, but being able to uh, to be an, an understanding mind uh, that you, that I may be in the wrong or uh, my my opinion is my opinion. But uh, but yeah, it's it's for me. It's it's a lot of listening, and sometimes my quietness uh, can be construed as like I'm 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 stewing, I'm brewing up, and I'm gonna explode. But no, it's 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 me, and I'm I'm listening to the conversation. I'm listening to both sides because I don't have all the knowledge. I don't have some. Sometimes I don't have the knowledge that another side has, or or whatever. Uh, but yeah, for me, I I, I tend to uh, listen more than I do talk in a controversial situation. Yeah, I really resonate with that. I, uh, I also deal with controversy, at least initially, in silence. I prefer to observe, to listen, kind of weigh the best options. Um, I, think, I, think, I think I always try to seek to understand before being understood. You know, as the scripture says, be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Uh, I think it's always best when you approach a controversy. And like you said, Patrick, that can be unsettling for people sometimes. Um, I, th- I remember one time in high school, there was a guy who was arguing um, about the Bible and arguing about religion. And he was just going on and on and on and on. And I just sat there and listened. And eventually he's like, are you going to say anything? And I'm like, I don't really think like I have to because you're not really wanting to have a conversation. You're just wanting to catch catch me in some kind of trap you you don't really want to seek to understand you just want to be understood and so uh i think i think i take a more uh conservative approach when it comes to controversy yeah absolutely um i think for me <laughs> i tend to be you know I'm, I'm kind of an introverted kind of guy uh and i tend to be very um uncomfortable with any controversy or conflict or anything like that and so I start out with silence, honestly, because I'm uncomfortable with it. Um, it. It sort of takes me out of out of my comfort zone, and I don't know how to handle it at first. But typically in any sort of conflict, especially being in ministry um, and dealing with any sort of controversy or conflict or anything like that, um, yeah, it's all about listening. It's all about thinking before you speak. Uh, it's sort of a... a uh, measure measure twice cut once kind of approach and uh yep it's it's also it's all about humility and civility and unfortunately in an age of of you know the internet where there's just constant trolling all the time just to just to get on people's nerves and get a rise out of people uh, or people trying to constantly be negative and and just want to uh just want to shove their 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 point in people's faces and anything else, any other differing opinion, yeah. it makes them the most extreme of, of, of evil people. If they think another way, um, that's just not how you handle a civil conversation, any sort of a, a discussion about controversy or any kind. Um, you, you just need to be civil about it. You can be a decent human being about it. Um, and obviously, you know, you want to give soft answers like the Bible talks about, um, you know, you need to speak in love, uh, because if you're just, just speaking off, you know, flying off the handle with your comments and, and just have this attitude of, of, of anger and I'm going to force myself upon you and, and 
be angry with you with my comments, then obviously, I mean, your, your conversation is going to go nowhere. So, I mean, that's, that's my big thing, but yeah, <laughs> that's not an easy thing for me to, for me to come to personally. Yeah, I kind of agree along with you guys. And the I think the basis of controversy for me is like to try and understand um, and understanding both sides. Like, you know, everybody's going to have their own opinion. And other than understanding, I think the one thing that I've learned is kind of just accepting that rather than understand. I mean, you may not understand somebody's point of view, but accepting their point of view that may be different, um, I think, goes a long way. For sure. And uh, even even beyond what they're talking about, like accepting the person themselves, I really appreciate Brazilian culture and the fact that people here do not have as hard a time talking about controversy, whether it's with family or friends. They will duke it out and they will yell at each other. They will talk about how they truly feel and they will they will listen to how the other person feels. But when it comes down to it, once they finish whatever controversial thing they're talking about, they hug it out. They talk it out. It's 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 they they have the ability to to almost separate and not make everything so personal. And that's what I don't like about controversy. Sometimes is that we that I say we I use that term very loosely. I'm not saying we like as in just Americans or we as in whatever. But a lot of people can make things so personal that you can't you can't talk about it without making someone like putting your relationship at risk. And that's the thing that I have a hard time with. That if I recognize that something will put my relationship at risk with my family or a friend, I just, I'm for sure be silent and I will avoid all discussion of it. I will say as I've gotten older, I've gotten a little bolder and I I feel like I've figured out some, I guess, wiser ways or or some more tactful ways to confront controversy because I find a lot of times that a lot of controversial things they have their roots in a problem in someone's life. So if someone's like, they're mad about Trump or they're mad about something in politics, that has a connection to like a, a, a spiritual or emotional issue that they might be having. And so I try to kind of deflect off of the actual controversy and engage the person instead of just focusing on whatever the controversy is. And that's what I think comes down to. And, and for me, what helps me feel comfortable in talking about controversy is I just focus on, you know what, it's about just communicating and being in a relationship with someone and their relationship is more important than this controversy. So it, it has to continue. Yeah. And so I mean, the, there's no I, option to cut it off to end it. Go ahead, Patrick. No, I, I agree. Um, there, there's going to be, everyone has their differences. Uh, people are going to disagree on things, you know, you know, the old adage, I, uh, agree to disagree uh, on that. Uh, but that shouldn't ruin the relationship you have with someone just because, you think a little bit differently on a controversial topic, which doesn't make any sense. Uh, like Republicans hate Democrats or, you know, these people hate these people for whatever reason. Like everyone has common ground. Like I don't I don't know what what the uh, political uh, uh, leaning is for a lot of my friends, but it doesn't matter to me because we have a lot of a lot of interests outside of these controversial topics like hey we love video games let's let's play video games together or let's talk about uh stuff that that we love together that because everyone's gonna have differences my wife and i we have a lot of differences but one of the things that makes it work is we listen to each other we listen you know we know that we're gonna have differences in, in opinions uh and outlooks on on certain certain issues but 
being able to listen to one another is it go it goes a long way uh, to understanding uh, and to get past those those petty differences. Absolutely. So, are there any uh, are there any subjects or any controversies that you guys won't talk about or you won't address if it comes up in a conversation? Politics. Yeah, I think uh, politics well, probably is, on, is one of the. You sounded like one of the three voice. amigos. Like, look up here, politics. politics. Look away from there. Look away. Look from away. There. Look away. No. Yeah, and I agree. Uh, politics only because I'm not very well versed in politics, anyways. So there's no way I can have an intelligent conversation with someone about politics. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, it's just that. it's just always toxic. It always ends up just being you basically squawking back and forth at one another and and trying to yell louder than one another, than the other person and it's never really like i was saying a, a civil discourse it's never a civil civil conversation um especially in in what seems like a very a very tumultuous time in our lives in terms of how divided specifically you know like america is um you know, it's just, it's just toxic all the time. And I try, you know, if I start hearing people, any rumblings about it, I'm just like, nope, let's look over here. Let's, oh. <laughs> look over there. Look over there. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, uh, yeah, politics. And if anyone likes strawberry pop tarts over brown sugar cinnamon is <laughs> gotta be the, the most ridiculous. I can't talk. I can't talk to you. I can't talk. You've about been it. blacklisted. You, you, <laughs> that's right. If you think, Strawberry pop tarts are better than cinnamon sugar pop tarts. I mean, you're totally blacklisted. I have to say. Wait, hold on a second, Mark. Do you like brown sugar cinnamon over strawberry? Absolutely, Ronnie. No way. Wait, hold on a second. What does no way mean? No way means I would definitely choose the strawberry one over the brown sugar cinnamon one. Banned. Black sheep. Banned. (laughs) But I will tell you that. Where is the delete button on Hangout here? I'm trying to find the. (laughs) My mute button's too loud. I can't even mute myself. (laughs) I have to say, though, I prefer blueberry Pop Tarts over all of them. Those are my absolute favorite. I buy every time. They're the best. Oh, nice. Blueberries usually never in the conversation. Yep, I'm, I'm bringing it back. <laughs> you know what? Blue's my favorite color. I'll accept that answer. Well, as long as you're not doing strawberry, then all right. Fair enough. I will confess that my son is strawberries for life. He is hardcore strawberry frosting. <laughs> he's at got least, a tattoo at least he's not. At least he's not strawberry without frosting. I mean, is there anything worse than strawberry without frosting? I mean, that's any pop tart without frosting is horrible. Any, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. My wife and I were talking about that the other day. Any pop tart without? Why even do it without frosting? Are we doing a diet, like frostingless diet? How's that? You know what? Like I'm you're, watching how's my that calories. even helpful? I need to. Yeah, no, I can't eat the frosting. <laughs> but this processed bread and jam inside of it is totally fine. It's good for oh, it's, all, think, it's organic. It's all natural. It's organic <laughs> strawberry jam. Do you not eat pop tart frosting because you think you're fat? Because you could totally have pop tart frosting. <laughs> Well, so now we know that politics and Pop-Tarts are off the table. So we'll keep that in mind <laughs> as we proceed forward. So with Another that, secondary why, don't, title. why don't we jump into our conversational topics? Uh, but before we do that, we've already kind of warmed up, but let's share some of our listeners and friends' conversational questions to, to officially warm up. Are you guys ready? Let's go. All right. So on Facebook, Duncan Rogers wants to know, what is a reasonable temperature for your house to be at before you turn on the heat 
or the AC? Oh, uh, to turn it on or to because my Pardon. my temperature gauge is uh, set at seventy for the AC to turn on. No, I think he's I think he's implying that what what does the temperature need to be before you actually turn on your heater or AC? How cold so is too if cold? You le- yeah, if you leave it on all the time, then you're out of the conversation. You're just richy rich, too rich for our blood. You can't be in the conversation. So, <laughs> for those of us that are you know penny pinchers and we're like, okay, I'm gonna leave this heater off in you know December until it's absolutely necessary. So let's let's look at the heat. What's the lowest temperature you let your house get before you turn the heat on? Probably for me, I would say probably somewhere along the range of like 65 degrees, and then I'm like. All right, it's too cold. Like I'm bundled up here at my own house. Yeah, that's about right. For me, I would say the same, 65. Yeah, I would say I used to say 65, but now that I've lived in Brazil, I would say once it goes below 70, maybe even 75, I would turn the heat on. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't really turn the heat on for 75. I don't even have the option to turn on the heat, but but I know that one time my house got down to 60, and I felt like I was in in Antarctica, and I wanted to huddle with my family. Like the penguins of Antarctica. <laughs> it was good times. But, and then I see Patrick's taking my, my, my central air comment seriously. So what about I, the, I, I uh, don't, I don't, I don't know what you peasants are talking about, but yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. He's got a bag of ice and a fan, man. <laughs> yeah. What about AC? When's uh, what's too hot for you guys? Oh, it's got to be in the in the eighties. As soon as it hits eighty, AC comes on. Yeah, eighty degrees is like way too hot. I will have died by then. I feel like I usually do like seventy five <laughs> in my house, and it like has to be like below that. All right. Yeah, I would say so, about the same 70, 75, 77. And that's so like, Ronnie, Ronnie, and Mark, you guys have a ten degree spread. Wow, that's pretty that's much uh, that's pretty much right. <laughs> So you don't you don't wait very long, do you? Anywhere between fifty and eighty degrees, it's going to come on. Yeah, <laughs> pretty like much. Room temperature precisely sixty eight and a half degrees at all times. No higher, no lower. No higher, uh, no lower. For me, I, I know that I can I can stand it pretty high. Once it gets to eighty five, I would say for sure I'm I'm sweating bullets and I need to put that heat. I need to turn that AC on. But uh, I'm also in Brazil, and the weather's just a little warmer in general, and we're just used to not having the AC and heaters and central air and all that stuff. So uh, the other thing Duncan wanted to know is the toilet paper. Should the flap be forward or behind the roll when it's, on the holder? It's forward. Otherwise, you're a monster. Agreed. Forward. The uh, the original patent on the toilet paper roll. <laughs> what is this? Actually, no, and I'm, Are you on the Google I'm machine again? Here. No, no, no. No, I've seen this. The the actual patent for the toilet paper roll actually has the toilet paper, like the roll, like it forward, like on top. That's so. right. Well, guess what? I also prefer it forward. <laughs> Unanimous! Crisis averted. I'm glad we can move on from that. I was getting a little Com- nervous that Ronnie Common was ground. Be... Common ground. That's what I'm talking <laughs> about. Right. You listen. We're all common ground. We can talk about toilet paper from now on. Good That's job. Right. Good job, guys. Good. Glad to hear it. On the Discord, Tim Pollan, he wants to know, are clowns scary or funny? Very controversial, I know, he said. Ooh, depends. Depends on the setting and the style of makeup. 
I think it depends on the time you see him. If it's like 12 a.m. midnight standing on the other side of the street staring at you, it doesn't matter what kind of clown they are. That's, that's my point. So it's all about context then. I so, But so. in general, what's the first word that comes to mind for clowns? Scary or funny? Go. I'd say scary. Funny. Uh, funny, probably. I definitely thought scary also. Yes. My, uh, my grandfather was actually uh, a clown with the VFW or with... You know, one of those old men groups clubs that they had back in the day that I don't know if they're still popular now, but like the Shriners um, and stuff like that. Yeah, Shriners. Yep, that's yep. what it was. He was he was with the, he was a Shriner clown. And when I look back at pictures, I'm like, how was I not freaked out? <laughs> like he <laughs> just, I mean, it was. You got to think, I'm from West Virginia, so it's like West Virginia kind of clown. You can only imagine. <laughs> maybe please don't Google West Virginia clown. You don't want to see that. <laughs> you would definitely say scary. Um, also on the Discord. Uh, Jared Orr, he wanted to ask, Coke or Pepsi? Mountain Dew. Pepsi. Uh, I actually go back and forth. Um, I, I like Whoa, both. Whoa, rare. Whoa. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you, Mark. Both also. I have a I have a long heritage of Pepsi use with my dad. He was dedicated to Pepsi, but then I got converted to Coke when I came to Brazil. So when you guys are like standing better. there deciding whether to buy, you buy different ones? You don't just automatically choose the same one every time? Just go back and forth? I just I'm on I go on kicks for a little while like uh, I'll go for Coke for a while. Uh, recently I've been on a Pepsi kick, so I mainly go for that. Um, I actually enjoy, and I don't know if you guys you guys have tried this or not. Um, it was a a, ty- a brand of Pepsi that they came out in the '90s, uh, and they brought it back back recently. It's called Crystal Pepsi, and it basically tastes like Pepsi but minus like the 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 dark kind of taste uh, the, the... <laughs> this this clear pepsi tastes dark <laughs> you know what i mean though like the corn syrupy kind no. of taste the uh, dark corn so, syrupy so does it taste like more like like a like a sprite or something like that or what eh, i wouldn't no, i wouldn't go as far like as sprite. sprite it doesn't have the lemon lime sprite i, I can't taste, follow but... mark you've gone where i i can't follow you uh I was just going to say with Coke and Pepsi, I like to mix them. Blasphemy. I know. Right. I'm just kidding. I've never mixed them in my whole life. I've, I've never mixed them. We're going to get kicked off guess, iTunes for that. I know. We are <laughs> going to get kicked off. Uh, I, 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 I generally feel like both are the option, but if I had to pick between the two and they were both on the table, I'd probably go Coke. So, uh, How about PlayStation or Xbox? Mm. I like the PlayStation more. But I like the Xbox controller better. I'm going to go Xbox. I'm going to go Xbox as well, but I'm more of a have your friends over and play type thing. So like, I kind of veered away from PlayStation for that reason at the beginning. And I think I just never uh, never uh, traded sides. Well, I guess I'll have to say Xbox too. Psych! No, definitely PlayStation. So uh, that's a no-brainer. I was always envious of MLB maybe. The Show though, for sure. Oh I man! Still, I, bet I almost you, bought a PlayStation every time that. for that game. You need to buy it. I've heard it's really good. I will say this: Why not both? That's true. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is the option. Just like Coke and Pepsi, you could say both. Uh, how about Chevy yeah, or but Ford? A, but a Coke costs like a dollar, <laughs> and the Xbox and PlayStation cost a lot of dollars. Touche. <laughs> That's a great observation. That's a great observation. <laughs> so much easier. And if, and if you live in Brazil, it's $1 million. So 
we had to choose, and Brazil went with PlayStation. Uh, how about Chevy or Ford, guys? Which one? Chevy. Nova, obviously. Well, the current vehicle I drive is a Ford Fusion, so what does that say? Chevy. Chevy. Absolutely. <laughs> I am, I am going to say neither. I drive a Jeep, and uh, they are awesome. I'm also going to say neither, and I'm going to say Honda, because they last longer. All right, fair enough. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's not an answer. That's all right. If Damn. I had to choose, I, I... <laughs> if you had a Damn. Chevy and a Ford in front of you, <laughs> I'd, I'd rather walk. ride a bike. <laughs> <laughs> if I had to choose, I'd I'd choose Chevy. I just like running. I just like running. <laughs> nice. All right. So now that we've warmed up on some topics. Uh, I think all of us came prepared with some serious and some funny topics. What do you guys think are some of the most controversial topics? And feel free to give us some background information. Feel free to discuss. We don't have to go too deep into these, but I think it's fun just to kind of bring up what we think is like either super crazy or controversial or what, you know, what we think people don't really want to talk about. So fire away. Yeah, I'll start. I think, um, you know, obviously my, my main interest is sports for sure, and one of the biggest topics I think over the past few years, and maybe people are tired of hearing about it, maybe not. I think it's more interesting every time I read into it, uh, but is the Colin Kaepernick situation in the NFL. So Colin Kaepernick yeah. is a quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers at the time. He actually took him to the Super Bowl in 2012. Um, in 2016 for that season, he decided to take the infamous knee and uh, – and basically what he was protesting was racial, uh, protesting against racial injustice. So the well, basically what happened uh, based on that is he, they had a lot of people for, the, for him kneeling for racial injustice and a lot of people that uh, were against it because he was taking a knee during the national anthem. Um, a lot of people took that as... Um, you know, against our flag, you know, against our military, you know, the, the people that are out there protecting us. And uh, I, I thought it was a, it's a really interesting story um, just looking at both sides. Um, it really, it's a matter of perspective from the person. You know, some people may be okay with him using his fame to, you know, try and uh, try and help a cause that he believes in. Um, you know, and others may not, may not be for that because it is a national anthem um, and it is disrespectful to our flag and our military. Um, but I, I, I kind of wanted to give it to you guys to see, you know, kind of what you thought about the actual subject. You know, I haven't, I haven't given my opinion one way or the other on it because I think I can see both sides for sure. Uh, for me, uh, I've, uh, like you said, you can see both sides. I have been on both sides of this thing. When I first saw that him kneel, I'm like, that is disrespectful. You know, you're supposed to stand, hand in your heart, sing the anthem, you know, kind of thing. Uh, and I was that way for the longest time. Uh, like, I don't think he should have done that. I didn't think he, uh, he was in the, in the right position to do so. Uh, he should have, he, sh he should have been standing and he should have, if, if he was up against, uh, um, racial injustice, he should have said something. And I was like that for uh, a good amount of time. Uh, and then when he started to talk, uh, about why he did it. Um, I still, I was like, wow, what, why, why am I mad about, about this? Because this was a time during, uh, a lot of, a lot of violence and he did this, uh, without violence. 
he he did this where uh, he took a knee in silence uh, because he wanted to have some sort of you know symbol uh, that he was he was standing up for something uh, and he was doing it uh, in a non-violent manner. Uh, he was doing so. It wasn't uh, he, like you said. It wasn't against uh, against the, the the flag. It was against the United States. It was for racial injustice. And I'm like, wow. You know, like uh, in, in in the world we live in, people think that violence is the answer. And he's doing so in a nonviolent manner. So I've been on both sides. And I'm like, I don't think I don't think he should have been uh, lambasted or. Uh, done, uh, looked at in a different light because of what he did. I think he should be commended for for doing so in such a, such a non-violent manner, and he was actually in the best position to do so because, I mean, how many people watch the NFL? I mean, the NFL is not just a United States kind of thing. NFL is being watched throughout the entire world, so him doing so, all eyes were on him. And I think he was actually in the perfect position to, to, to do what he did. Um, I, I, I don't know if it was actually the best place to do it. Uh, I, I, that, that's, some, that's something I, I struggle with a little bit. Uh, but I do believe that him doing so in a non-violent manner, standing up for what he believes in, I mean, that's, that's what he should have done. Uh, so, that, I mean, I've been on both sides for this entire thing. And, and I can see both sides, uh, but 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 the nonviolent thing is is what is what really got me. Yeah, I I would say that in in observing from afar, it's been really hard to keep up with some of the controversies and stuff in the U.S. being in in Brazil because I don't I'm just kind of disconnected from a lot of it. But the, from the things I've I've observed, the people that I know that are in military, for example, I've seen both military people uh, support him and also. Uh, be against what he's doing uh, and I truly you know I, I respect their opinions because especially for the military they're on the front lines fighting for for freedom uh, fighting for those that can't fight for themselves uh, representing the US uh, and not just the military current military but veterans and people who have have fought over the years um, I think some people have said you know he stands in a place of privilege where he hasn't had to fight for his rights so of course he, he can do that, but uh, they kind of downplay, I guess, his perspective on it. And uh, at the same time, to me, the whole act of him kneeling, I kind of question if that's really that big of a deal to kneel. It's one thing to kind of sit in disrespect or to like wearing a hat inside a church or something like that where you're, you're clearly not respecting what's going on around you, but to, to kneel, I, you know, to me, kneeling is a reverent thing. It's something you do when you pray. It's something you do when you're humbling yourself. Kneeling is not something that that is as a form of disrespect. It's not something of aggressive. Like you kind of said, Patrick, it's not something you do when you're being aggressive or violent. It's the opposite. And so I feel like his gesture of kneeling is maybe uh, a better path to take to make a point and without actually disrespecting the flag or disrespecting uh, the United States, the military, that kind of stuff. So just some thoughts that, that I've had from afar. Here, here's my thinking of it. And, and I certainly get your, both of your perspectives on that. And I, I do, I do share some, uh, sentiment with that. I definitely agree in some places. Um, 
Does he have every right to do that? Yeah. Yeah, he does. That's the um, uh that's what the United States is. You have that freedom yeah. to do so. That is that is the freedom of speech. Uh the the ability that we have to do that. Um now, in my opinion, you know, you you kind of get from that uh I believe it's from Jurassic Park, you know, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Um and and in my opinion is there are other places, there are other arenas where he could take a nonviolent approach to uh, support, to speak out against racial injustice. There are, there are more, there are different ways that he avenues he could have gone and apparently is going uh, because I've heard that he has, uh, I guess, supported per, uh, different you know organizations with his finances and that kind of stuff, um, you know, whatever. Um, but I just feel like, um, I mean, there is the question of, well, what is the normal stance that one takes when saying the Pledge of Allegiance or singing the National Anthem? It's it's standing with, with your hand over your heart. And so, you know, he's kind of doing the, but he's kind of doing the opposite. He's kind of doing something completely different. Um, now is taking a knee the worst thing in the world? No, probably not. But it's the fact that he was kind of sort of, this is kind of sort of drawn attention more to himself, um, than to the actual cause itself. Um, and is there, is there some racial injustice in America? Absolutely. You know, we're all, we're all sinful people and we're not perfect at all. And of course there's evil in the world. And, and there's definitely injustice. Um, I will not disagree with that. Um, but I just think there are better avenues he could have taken um, to stand out with his platform than, than basically drawing attention to himself and taking a knee during something that is signif- highly significant to not just the pride of this country, but to you know the sacrifice of this country. Um, and, and just the fact that, you know, there's so much freedom we have, but on the, on the other side of that, it's the freedom that he can take. Um, it's, it's the freedom that he has to, to be able to take that knee. So that's, that's just what I, that's how I see it. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely can understand that. One thing I will say is, yes, he did have a lot of other venues that he could have went, but I, none that would have gotten his message out to more people he basically used the absolute top platform that he possibly could have used to project his message um and i think that you know that that's a very interesting part of it but i will say two things on that front um i found an interesting article today and and it made a, a a bold statement right out front which is the one that kind of grabs you and it said colin kaepernick in 50 years will be adored by the public and then it said, why? Why would I say that? Why would he be adored in 50 years? Um, 50 years ago, two Olympic athletes, Tommy Smith and John Carlos, um, they raised their fists during the national anthem. Um, they raised their fists in the Black Power salute. Um, they were, uh, obviously that was looked down upon by basically everybody at the time. Um, it was 50 years ago, and the way everything has changed, um, it, earlier in April, uh, they were awarded the First Amendment Freedom of Expression Award. 
Um, so it, it's kind of a neat thing, but a similar situation to this is they were very frowned upon for doing that. And then as kind of the, you know, kind of the times changed, all of a sudden they're looked at as heroes for doing what they did. And the same scenario happened with Muhammad Ali. Uh, Muhammad Ali protested the Vietnamese draft, um, basically protesting the Vietnam War altogether. And, um, you know, he was, it was frowned upon at the time, tons of controversy with him and that. Well, you know, George W. Bush presented him with the Medal of Freedom. So it, another scenario of where it looks like this at the very beginning, but in 50 years, is it going to look like that, or is he going to be looked back at uh, as a hero? That'll be that'll be interesting. Um, in our uh, 5,000th episode as a podcast, to uh, <laughs> no, no, but I can't wait to talk about it. <laughs> no, but seriously, that that's that's a very good way to look at it uh, because a lot of a lot of a lot of uh, things that happened that happened have happened in history when um, things have been uh, very very brass and things have things have you you see stuff that oh my gosh I can't believe they did that but you look 30 50 years in the future like that person changed the landscape of the world or landscape of a nation it's true so in 50 years I think we can agree that some people will have still have an opinion on Colin Kaepernick. I think the other thing that people will be thinking about is which is better, DC or Marvel? <laughs> That's the other thing we need to ask ourselves. Because there can be only one, as the Highlanders would say. So DC are you saying DC or movies or DC comics? Are we talking comic book world or movie world i think it just needs to be all together like overall comic movies power rangers it's it's really only best (laughs) yes wait is that dc or marvel neither there's only only two right nothing else bro nothing everything else saban doesn't own them anymore it's hasbro now everything else is fake news so dc okay dc so i'm gonna say this Listen to you. No context or anything. You're just like DC. That's all there is to it. <laughs> and moving on. I mean, can't you see the the huge picture behind me right there? I mean, nope. I don't does see that, it. Does that say your Marvel? Hair, your hair's covered. Oh, it. it's, your hair's too high. <laughs> Put that. Well, down. you do have that uh, that collage to now the right of you. Ah, oh, there it is. Yep, I can see it. There it is. The big S. The big S. Yes. The big S. Big S. So I'm, I'm a big DC fan. Yeah. Superman. I love Superman. Superman. <laughs> I do like me some supper. Yeah, yum. I I will say this to the whole DC versus Marvel thing. Uh, before I even go any further, I'm gonna just say, why not both? And that being said, um, I think the thing to think about here is when people say, "Oh, DC sucks." No, they're just looking at the movies as of late. Uh, within the past like two three years we're talking suicide squad we're talking batman versus superman we're talking justice league um those movies have generally been frowned upon well i would say i would say mixed highly mixed um because you definitely have your hardcore uh dceu fans but stop and consider before that we had the dark knight trilogy we had Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. 
those are some fantastic superhero movies. Um, they and are. those and they're all based around a DC property. Um, and and so, you know, DC has had some highs and some lows, and and as Marvel has had some highs and lows. Uh, you know the the Eric Bana Hulk movie was not <laughs> not a good movie, um, so you know they the movie have... movie that will not be named. Absolutely. Don't ever bring that up again. <laughs> so I, I'm just gonna say you know a lot of, DC gets a lot of hate because of their recent movies, um, and because Marvel is like in this ivory tower no one can touch them kind of thing at the moment with all their with their shared universe now i would Uh, say that that i don't think like for me personally i'm gonna obviously talk about this personally i don't want to talk about the whole grandiose like the mcu versus the dcu and all those things but in terms of like my experience with comics and with the movies taken into account across all the years i just find Marvel movies, Marvel content to be more digestible because I feel like there's a greater balance between light and dark, positive and negative. I, I just feel like overall it's more balanced and I feel DC tends to move towards darkness more, tends to move towards twisted more. Like their highlight villains are like Joker and people who are just straight up out of their minds. Now I will say that most villains are out of their minds. That's what makes them villains. But just their visuals alone for me are just not as appealing. And to me, visuals are very, very important. And I just find DC overall is just kind of like very emo, very dark. Uh, And I just find Marvel to be more balanced in terms of how they present their content uh, visually, how they present their stories. There seems to be a little more balance. Now, I will say that the current movies and the run with the MCU uh, is 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 kind of it's unfairly tipping the scale more towards marvel and people are forgetting like you said the eric Bana, uh hulk the past movies that you know the spider-mans and the you know the captain america tv show back in the 70s and 80s or whenever that was that was just downright awful um and the hulk now the hulk was classic but let's admit that the old hulk i can't remember his name do you guys remember that guy's name Back in the eighties, the eighties Hulk show. No sir, uh, that was the uh, well. Bill Bixby was the was the, and they technically didn't call him Bruce Banner, and they called him David Banner on the show. Yeah, that was um, weird. <laughs> yeah, but, and Banner, uh, like Lou rapper. Ferrigno was the Hulk. But w- I think we can all say that overall, like in the eighties and nineties, DC was king. Like, but see, the thing is, is in the, another thing that I observe is that besides Superman and Batman and their respective villains like things don't expand far beyond those two bigwigs and so it all kinds of falls apart when you look at the marvel movies they've spread it out between a variety of of people now we'll say currently with wonder woman they had a good a great movie with that but with other things they seem to fall flat and so outside of the big two batman and superman i feel like marvel has been able to present their story in a more cohesive manner with a variety of characters that have a variety of different types of heroes and villains so i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna agree to disagree there um mainly just because um though batman and superman are kind of the forerunners they are the ones that went out first so that's why i think they're the most noticeable in american pop culture 
but like Wonder Woman is set, is certainly right behind that, and she's coming coming for the big two, uh, especially with the with her being in the DCEU and her movie doing so well. Um, but also, you've got guys like Green Lantern, you've got the Flash, uh, and those are very lighthearted characters. I mean, they have an entire Green Lantern core, uh, and one of the it's like an a huge universe of green lanterns and one of them is a dang squirrel for crying out loud there is a green lantern out there that is a squirrel um (laughs) that's just i don't think dc has been given as much of an opportunity to expand in their in their in their cinematic universe so much the 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 kind of more lighthearted characters um and i think i think the tv shows have been able to do that well specifically the flash arrow is still kind of dark but um, you know you've got Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl and and the Flash, so the lightheartedness is is certainly there. Um, I just think Marvel has gotten the upper hand with their universe. So, but that's just my thinking. I think if DC has any hope, they need to bring back the one and only Christopher Nolan. If he can bring, I was really excited. I'm going to be honest. When he took over Batman and with that trilogy, I just envisioned a Justice League in the Nolan universe, and I think it would have been awesome. I, I might have, I might not be talking the way I am today if he had, if he had been able to take over that mantle. And I don't think he wanted it, but the Nolan universe was one that I could get behind. But Marvel and DC, what else can we say? Is there anything, anything else we can say? <laughs> apparently, apparently nothing. I would, I would normally add to this conversation, but I know probably less than any thirty-year-old man knows about comics and superheroes. <laughs> like we could play a game, like which superhero is DC, which one is Marvel. You guys would probably stump me every time. I'd be guessing. No idea. That right, sounds like a fun game. We're gonna have to do play that a game. <laughs> let's play a game. Get like some. Come on Some down. Music in the background. <laughs> so, do you guys have any other controversies you want to share before we reach the the end of our fun? I have one last oh, one. Oh no! Let's hear it. Lap dog or big dog? Mm. Which one? I mean, I think you're asking uh, rat or dog. That's what you're really saying. Coming right out of the gates. Yeah, that's right. Jeez, I take offense. I I I would I would say big dog if I had the choice. I've had both. That's my boy, Ronnie, my boy. If I had the choice, man, I uh, I grew up with uh, labs, Labrador retrievers, and they are uh, they were the best. I would choose I would choose a lap dog, and I would feed it to the big dog. That's what I would choose. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, we apologize in, to yeah, Peter. Speaking of dark or any bigger controversy than I thought. Yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Pat. Let's hear. Let's hear your side of things. Uh, what are the, what are those huge horse dogs? Like a like a huge great Dane horse dog. <laughs> yeah, great like a like a great Dane. Those are Listen, way too big. Like you, so you, you would. So hold on, hold on, hold on. You got right. massive. You would have rather have a great. You would have a, rather have a Great Dane than a lapdog? Is that what you're saying? Yes. You should have just yes. phrased it as, would you rather have a dinosaur in your house or a regular-sized animal? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of dinosaur? Because I don't want no like velociraptor just like roaming around. I mean, if he was trained would to you? not attack you, I feel like that hmm. would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Haven't you watched the new Jurassic 
world movies, you can train them. Okay, so would you rather have blue in your house or a lap dog or a big oh, dog? Totally blue. And mm. then a big dog and then I would I would then that's it. So you would rather have ratatouille fed to your big dog than have a lap dog. Yes. Let me back to the point. <laughs> I'm going to go I'm going to go with a velociraptor, Bob. <laughs> We're feeding so many animals to other animals. It's really funny. This just got dark. Is this DC? What's going on? No, I'm I'm a lapdog guy. Um, I kind of want somebody that I can actually like have up on the couch and be able to sit on the couch still. See, couches are for people. That's the thing that I you know I don't always understand is why, why does the animal have to be on the couch? If you have a big dog, you can just put your hand out and pet it. It doesn't because have to be a, on the couch. Like it's a family leaning member. On How are you supposed to take of naps course. with your dog then if they can't lay on the couch? I'm sorry. I don't do the naps with the dogs. I, well, therein lies I feel the like I would, I'd be the guy to get up and move out of the way so his dog could have the seat on the couch. Like, yeah, I guess I'll just sit on the floor. It's fine. <laughs> True love. I will say this. I'm, I'm, I, I love my in-law's dog. His name is Duke. He is a... Um, is he a lab? He is not a lab. Uh, he... Oh, gosh. I would... Now that I have to actually say it, I can't remember. Um, is he a little my, labradoodle? My father-in-law is probably... He is not a labradoodle. Is he a doodle? Um, no, he's not a doodle. <laughs> is, is he an oodle? He's not an oodle. What 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 are these dogs? I have we're just trying to jog them. your memory, Mark. We're just waiting on you to tell us the name of the dog, so you know. Was it a Velociraptor? Uh, he's he's a Doberman. He's a do- he, wow, Duke the he's, Doberman. He's a Doberman. Nice. He's a Doberman pincher, um, and he is a big Doberman at that. Um, even when he was even when he was like a baby, it sound and my my in laws have hardwood floors. And he, it sounded like there was a horse galloping through the room every yeah. time he'd, he'd be running around. Them. And that dog now is absolutely huge. Yeah, I felt like when, when he first, when my in-laws first got him, I had to yell like, uh, the British are coming, the British are coming. Um, well, that's awesome that his name was Duke. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but uh, now... That dog is freaking huge, and he he's a jumping dog. So every time he sees you, he's got to jump up and, like, launch his paws at you. Um, and that is not comfortable. So I would rather not my dog do something like that. Um, I would just be able to, like, I, I enjoy my dog, my dog, Cisco. Um, he is a long-haired a chihuahua, and he is, like, the biggest lovey-dovey dog like anytime he gets super excited when you come home and he immediately just has to like cuddle up with you. Um, and so I, I don't care. You can judge me all you want, but I am, <laughs> I am happy with that. Please tell me you named him Cisco because of the musician. <laughs> Negative. That is not the correct spelling. Cisco because of, of Flash? Dang it. <laughs> yes. Boom. Yeah. Ronnie wouldn't have known that. So it was a good no. try, Ronnie. It was a good effort. <laughs> To make that connection. Cisco is short for Francisco. I was going with a pop culture version. It was a good try. 
<laughs> wow. Hey, I'm 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 going to I'm going to be honest with you guys. I really don't have a problem with the size of a dog. My thing is is when they have the traits that are typically like I guess stereotypical with little dogs, they're yappy and just I think it's because of the size of their brain. They just their level of obedience is a little bit of a challenge sometimes. That that's just the experience I've had with little dogs. Uh, generally speaking, and I know that's not true for every little dog, so I generally keep with the dogs that are bigger because they have bigger brains, and they generally know how to keep their <laughs> mouths shut. Science. They, gener- they generally know how to obey and do more than just you know sit and roll. They can do lots of different commands because of their brain size, and so that's the only reason I generally go towards big dogs. And I would consider a lab a big dog because I don't know if you've ever had a lab sit on your lap but it is definitely not a lap dog. I had that happen a couple weeks ago in Indiana. So You can not watch TV that way, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You'll see the back of its head. All right. Well, with that being said, I, uh, I think we're going to get around to our wrap-up, our closing time. I did want to give a few shout-outs, if you'll bear with me just a moment. These are a few of the things that didn't make the cut that we'll probably talk about in the future. Socks with sandals. I want to thank Delvin Cox for bringing this up on Twitter today. Socks with sandals could be a controversial topic that maybe we'll discuss in the future. Uh, age old battle. Hold on, hold on. Age old battle. Socks with just sandals or flip-flops? The, oh, the, even the better socks flops? with flip-flops. Yeah, There's different levels flops of with this. socks. <laughs> yeah. Put them socks on and then put on them thong sandals and just split the... <laughs> You gotta put in a lot of effort, man. You gotta put in a lot of effort for that. So, beyond that, of course, there's the Star Wars prequels and sequels, which I think we'll have an episode dedicated to Star Wars someday. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh, then, of course, pineapple on pizza, which is a wondrous, glorious thing, but some people find it to be controversial. Look, I'm trying to get his jab in before we move along. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, there's also in my household. There's Cars versus Cars Two. Or even Cars Three, which is also a controversy. Huh. Controversy. Uh oh. Pixar movies, right? Oh, you oh know, no! I had to. I had to at least insert a little Pixar uh, movie or two before we moved on, since I missed it last week. Uh-huh. So I've seen but Cars One. Yeah, I've seen probably bits and pieces of two and bits and pieces of yeah. three. So okay. Maybe I'll watch them. I would say cars in general are the weaker of the Pixar movies, but in my household, my wife loves cars too. And it's generally seen as the lesser of the cars in terms of the general public because it's not really about all the cars. It's just about Mater. And it's really like the humor is far different in Cars 2 than it is in Cars 1 and 3. But you need to watch them first. Watch them with your kids. Cars 3 especially. I I actually prefer Cars 3 because I think it has the – the most well-rounded story. Uh, the other, the other few, just a few more things I want to mention is Lost, and how I think every season is wonderful, and even the finale is incredible of Lost. Liar. <laughs> and then, <laughs> then we'll just carry on from there because I knew someone in the group would be like, "Are you serious?" Yeah, I'm gonna be uh, lost in that discussion. For sure. Yeah, we can maybe save that for like a general shows discussion in the future, but. Those were just some of mine that I thought were just funny that I didn't I didn't want to you know spend time discussing, but they can be controversial. 
for some people. We also need to add Seinfeld and Friends. Ooh, Seinfeld that and Friends. Is, yeah, that is. That, that's a raging debate. Actually, I think we should expand it, make it Seinfeld versus Friends versus How I Met Your Mother, and that will go across three generations of I, I think it should TV. be Seinfeld versus all other shows put together because that's the best <laughs> right. show ever. All right. We could, we could, that would be fun. It sounds like you have some knowledge of Seinfeld. Yes, yes, I'm a big fan. Big fan. Well, well, well why not both? Hey! <laughs> hey, why not both? So, uh, what you got, guys, to close us out? You got any, uh, we got any controversial music, some controversial, inspirational thoughts, dad jokes, questions, uh, limericks? I wouldn't say that my, my selections musically are controversial at all. Uh, but they are a good way to start your morning, which, by the way, uh, if you haven't already and you have Spotify, you should definitely check out our Good Morning Guys morning playlist. Uh, it is live for you to listen to and start your morning with. Um, and so yeah. the three songs that I have chosen this week to add to the playlist are, um, so the, I don't know if you've ever heard of the group for King and Country. Uh, they actually just came out with a new album uh, about a week or two ago uh, called Burn the Ships. Um, and their their lead single for that album is a song called Joy. Uh, and it's just this, this real fun song um, about uh, in the face of, you know, a lot of trial and disappointment and, and, and frustration and all that kind of stuff that no one can really steal your joy um and and you should choose to be joyful instead of you know just trying to stew in your in your sorrow or or whatever i mean there's a time and place for for different emotions but you know one thing that can't be stolen especially if you are in christ is is your joy um amen brother yeah amen. so i uh, i definitely encourage you to to check out that song and uh also, the second song, um, big shout out to uh, Toby Mac. Uh, he actually released a new album this past Friday. And also shout out to Mr. Gabe Patillo from Married to the Games as he is part of Toby Mac's band and does... Oh, yes, yes, y'all. Yeah. Yes, yes, y'all. And uh, so he released a new album called The Elements on Friday. And there is a song on it called Everything. Uh, and the song's about, you know being able to to witness the it's about everything yeah it's literally about everything <laughs> it's like three hours long song. it's 24 straight hours of music he's like my preference is that toilet paper is the top top roll down no i don't know i don't even know but in any case i don't even know where i was going with that um I was just gonna let you keep going. I was like, Where's "Yeah, we're not sure either." This? Yeah, we're gonna. I'm gonna stop right there. Um, but other than that, uh, no. The song is is really about um, the seeing the beauty of God in in all of creation and all the beautiful things of this world. Um, so, and that's yeah, that's just the main focus of the song. So, I'm gonna add that to the playlist, and then couldn't go through the week without adding an '80s song to the playlist. Um, and so this is one of those those classic when when I hear this song I immediately just eighties um, is the song everybody wants to rule the world uh, by Tears for Fears um, it's um, 
It's a little politically motivated, but um, it's just got this just a little yeah. Uh, it's just got this 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 nice '80s groove to it, and it's just it's just so obviously it was made in the '80s, so it's just very representative of the time. Um, and I just enjoy listening to that song, so um, I'm gonna add that to the playlist, and again encourage everybody. To check that out now did you add any trivium to the playlist no but i probably should <laughs> yeah you should that's good okay. stuff <laughs> yeah yeah you yeah. want to throw a trivium uh a trivium for next song week. or two out there again pat uh-oh uh-oh yeah uh-oh. you could sing it for us the mic is back on <laughs> now if you, if, if you want to watch one of our black blackout streams you, you can hear it there <laughs> okay <laughs> Ooh, teaser. Cool. Uh, Ronnie, did you have anything you want to share, buddy? I actually do not have anything to share today, so I will send it right back to you, sir. Fair, uh, fair enough. Um, I did want to give an official, a big old official thank you to the podcast that have allowed us to guest on their show. Yeah, buddy. Uh, Patrick already mentioned one, Quest for Gaming, Quest for Pixels Gaming Crew, at Quest for Pixels on Twitter. Uh, we were on their Quest for Pixels Conversations podcast. I think it was just released today, I believe. And uh, you guys can give a listen to that. And then also here in a couple weeks, towards the end of October, uh, we will be on the Delvin Cox Experience. Uh, at Delvin underscore Cox on Twitter. Uh, we guessed it on there actually in September, but it's being posted now at the end of October because that Delvin Cox, he is a busy man. Podcasting uh, machine. Great. He was gracious enough to have us on the on his show, uh, probably, I think, within the first week of us starting. So thank you guys so much. Delvin Cox, uh, Quest, Quest for Pixels Gaming Crew, thank you so much for uh, the love you've shared with us and, and giving us a chance. Thank you. Yeah, uh, thanks. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And a big thanks big thanks to everybody that's been giving us shout-outs on, on Twitter. Uh, it's, it's great to feel that love as well. For sure. Making those digital and community connections is is awesome, and and just joining the ranks of the uh, the podcasts and people around is uh, is so great. Um, well, I think that's all for this good morning. Again, if you'd like to participate on the show by asking questions, suggesting suggesting future nicknames for us, or even a topic, there are a number of ways to go beyond listening and connecting with us as a podcast on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter, the Good Morning Guys, or at the GMG Podcast. And you guys can also find us personally at Nova Beyond on Twitter. At Ronnie Johannes on Twitter. At Music829 on Twitter. And at MTTG Brazil Team for Lucas Ham Swisher. And that's also on Facebook and on Twitch, Pastor Ham. And beyond that, see you next Thursday morning or afternoon on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, or Spotify. Also, rate us on iTunes to show a little love. Uh, and help us connect with even more international listeners on our international podcast. All right, my podcasting brothers and sisters and listeners, friends and family, go get your good morning this week. May God bless and guide your lives as you live, work, and game. Ciao and até a próxima. See you next time for our Halloween episode and our next installment of the Good Morning Guys. <laughs> One, two, three, four. Uh, don't do that.
that. Mine's oh, still what? going. See, Good morning. Save it, you big dickhead. <laughs> yeah, you need to keep recording so I can just throw it in after the uh, credits. He didn't oh, say that much. Goodness. He didn't say, don't delete it. Stop. He didn't Low even say it. fruit. Oh. So his his recording is meaningless. This continues. <laughs> <laughs> but now this recording is meaningless because there's not a recording for him. be in the end. <laughs> <laughs> just forget it. It's meaningless. <laughs> All right. Seriously, did you guys all restart your recordings? Nope. Nope. Fantastic. I am going. We'll figure you out later, Mark, if we decide to keep your recording.